The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. This year, the Bank of Ireland, which is the oldest bank in Ireland, turns 240. But what about the history of the College of Green Building, which is, of course, the, the sort of jewel in the crown of the uh, physical operations in Ireland? Historian Mick O'Farrell joins me to take a look at one of the most famous buildings in Dublin. Mick, the College of Green Building, of course, was originally a Parliament building. That's right. The first building, the first Parliament building with the two houses, yeah. House for Lords, House for Commons, yeah. And that was uh, built in 1727. And um, as you say, it was one of the first in the world. But the bank didn't start in College Green. We started in uh, a little premises in St. Mary's Abbey, just off Cable Street there in 1783. So you're Northsiders originally? We are Northsiders, yeah. I'm proud of it. 1783 and then developed fairly significantly at that point? Or was it a while before the growth started? The growth started fairly fast, actually. Um, the, 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 there was um, about 17 members of staff to begin with, and they were pretty soon swamped with business. Um, I think there was an appetite for a bank straight away, and as soon as it opened, um, it, it became popular for business. And in fact, even before it opened, it was appointed to, as banker to the state. So um, it was proposed to, to start business on a certain date, but before that date, the government of, of the time appointed a state banker. What kind of business was the bank doing? What was most of the lending involved in? What would trade have been in the city at the time? It would have been mostly commercial business. I mean, you wouldn't have had people coming in off the street and making lodgements. Uh, let's face it, the economy at the time wouldn't have allowed for that. So it would have been mostly commercial loans to merchants and that kind of thing. And merchants in what do you know? What was the, the, the main trade in out of the city that you would have been funding? Well, um, I'm not sure what the main one would have been, but some of the popular ones would have been wine importing. And uh, yeah, some of some of our ex-governors uh, were involved in the wine business. Um, so wine trade, grain trade, commodities generally. The uh, 1804 then saw the uh, Act of Union, which was that the point at which the Parliament ceased to function and became the College Green Building became Bank of Ireland? Well, yes-ish, uh, if I can correct you a little bit. The 1801 was the Act of Union. So, um, but they knew it was going, it was coming in about 1800. So they were moving to sell the building back then. Um, so we bought the building in 1803, uh, made some, started making refurbishments and that from about 1804 and it opened to the public in 1808. And in fact, the banking hall, which used to be the site of the House of Commons, is the oldest, one of the oldest continuous use banking halls in the world. From 1804, all the way through. open to business, all the way through, yeah. So more than 200 years yeah. that has been... Does it still function as a bank? Uh, absolutely does, yeah. You can go into the, you can walk in off the street and go into the banking hall and admire the architecture or lodge some money. Or There's also, of course, interesting stuff in that building because there is the tapestries on either side in, in the House of Lords. One of them, King Billy, the other... The other is related. The King Billy one is the one that everybody focuses on. But And actually, um, we're very happy to say that as part of refurbishments that we're getting done to the building, uh, those two tapestries will be restored. And uh, That's not going to be cheap. No, nothing's cheap really, is it? Uh, but but the we've got approval, planning permission approval for 36 million euro investment uh, into, the, into the, the, the entire College Green footprint. And um, it's the most significant investment into the buildings in, in about 200 years since, since we almost... Uh, refurbish the place back when we got it but that'll be it that'll be spectacular a lot of work needs to be done Other than the tapestries anything interesting in terms of the stuff in College Green I'm told there's safekeeping down the bottom full of interesting gear There is safekeeping down the bottom but the thing about safekeeping is um, literally the the, the clue is in the name we we keep things on behalf of customers so what, what, what customers deposited there is actually we treat it as part of their account so we it's private property so we have no 
way really of knowing what's in those things. Now, I know that um, we are looking to do a review. We probably will do a review of what's down there uh, in the coming years. But what's the oldest thing that's down there? Well, in sa- again, in safekeeping, because it's private property, we can't really say. But there, there would be things down there more than likely that have been deposited with the bank since, since inception. We Since do, its inception, yeah. Well, we do have things now. I can, I can. Speak. Well, it's highly unlikely they're coming back for it, Mick. Well, you see, it depends on your attitude to private property. If you believe that um, a, an item of private property passes on and down through your your inheritors, then I'm just going to say, who knows? That's all I can say is, who knows? We don't know. That's all I can say at the moment. But more interestingly, from my point of view, from the historical point of view, that we can say about is items that are in the archive. And we do, which is entirely, of course, separate to the to the uh, to the safekeeping area because we own the stuff in the archive. We don't own the stuff in safekeeping, but we do have items in the archive that do go, go back to seventeen eighty three. What are the highlights? Well, the, the most interesting thing for me is the oldest things, and there's a couple of parchments with um, very uh, elaborate seals <clears throat> and uh, beautiful handwriting from seventeen eighty three to do with us taking a lease on the buildings in Saint Mary's Abbey. So, so they they go back, and you can't help but wonder: Did the people who were signing those had they any idea that they'd still be looked at and um, shown and photographed two hundred forty years later? And what about the the governorship and the management of the bank? Because I assume the bank was landed aristocratic, likely Protestant gentry when originally set up, and that would have shifted significantly over the years. Yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're right. I mean, it was it was mainly a bank set up for merchants by merchants. Um, and because it had the links to the state, providing banking services to the state, it, it would have been um, managed and governed by the good and the great of the time. Um, we've had, I think it's 97 governors in the last 240 years. Um, you, most of them would have served for two years at a time, but that's, that's not so much anymore. But we've had some fascinating governors. We had, one of our past governors was wounded by a German mortar fire in Normandy in 1944, about a week after D-Day. One of our other governors... A former governor of the Bank of yeah. Ireland fought in Normandy. Yeah. No, obviously he wasn't governor at the time, but he, he later served as governor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, he only died a few years ago when he was 97. But yeah, wounded by German mortifier in Normandy. He that was, was one. He, Who else were you saying were highlights? Uh, another one, uh, one of the interesting ones is uh, uh, he was a merchant and I think it was after he had been governor, but he was still on the board. He was um, assassinated by a madman on the steps of College Green. Yeah, a guy who was, was declared um, unstable uh, shot him dead on the steps of College Green. That was a former governor as well. So there was a murder on the steps of College Green? There was, yeah, there was. Maybe I should start a podcast. What about the other upheaval then? Because the the institution has existed through several transitions in the state. The departure of the uh, Irish, the, the, the Act of Union is case in point, 1916, 22, Second World War, First World War. Yeah. Anything in the archives of significance relating to any of that? There is actually, yeah. Um, my own interest is 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 1916, and uh, we actually lost a colleague in 1916. He was he was in a passenger in a car, and he was shot dead approaching Mount Street Bridge in 1916. Richard Waters, um, but um, around the 1922 era, we became uh, thanks to negotiations from by Michael Collins, who was then Minister for Finance. We became um, bankers to the state again. We were we were reestablished, if you like, as bankers to the state. But um, and also um, as the civil war was was really getting underway, or, or, or I think possibly coming to a close, uh, the state was suffering from a lack of funds because you can imagine how much prosecuting a civil war cost. 
plus nothing was coming in. There was reduced revenue coming in. So we were able to help out the nascent state by providing loans at the time. So yeah, we, 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 we've been embedded in Irish society for 240 years. And I assume the closest that it all came to going completely pear-shaped was about 15 years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'd say that's possibly one of the darker moments in our history, all right, yeah. yeah. But we've now, um, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, we've, we've re-entered into private ownership. So that was, that's a proud moment in the bank's history. We, we no longer, uh, the state no longer owns shares. And also, I should say, the loan that we got, we repaid plus, plus. Have you any state. concern in looking through the archive in terms of what you might unearth? Because there has been a rash recently of, if you look at the um, Berkeley Library in Trinity, if you look at the Western, considering calling itself the Westmoreland and then rethinking that very fast, yeah. is there any danger you will discover significant skeletons buried in those closets? Well, we might. Um, it's uh, until until the review of what we do have is finished. Obviously, we can't say what we will find. But um, we we were founded and run by people of the times, so um, the likelihood is that we'll find some interesting stories. Let's. I'm going to use interesting in air quotes on the radio. Lastly, then, what about interesting visitors? Because you've had Clinton, Obama, who else? Queen Victoria. Yeah, Queen Victoria visited. Um, there's there's some great illustrations from the London Illustrated News drawings, obviously, of the bank with bunting and 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 electric light, and I think we put up at the time, or the city did. We also had um, uh, the ex US president, um, what was his name, um, one of the 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 union presidents uh, after the Civil War, and he he came through the banking halls on a visit, and he wasn't impressed at all. He was a bit bored. I don't think he, I don't, I don't know why he even visited. But yeah, we've had some, but we've also, the piazza outside the, the College Green that everybody's familiar with has hosted Jack Charlton, for instance. Um, uh, I think Bono was there as well. You know, What is a US president next to Bono and Jack Charlton? Let's be well, clear. Well, there you go, yeah. And concerts and, and events and stuff. So, so we really are at the heart of Dublin. Have you big plans for the quarter of the millennium? The 250, I assume, is going to be relatively big 10 years from now? Well, we're, we're, we're making a big deal out of the 240. So yeah, like I say, in 10 years' time, it'll be the 250, which I now can tell you is a semi-quincentennial. Is that the official title? Yeah, yeah. Well, we look forward to the semi-quincentennial and are great, grateful for you for helping us to learn the term. Mick O'Farrell, uh, historian there, uh, talking about Bank of Ireland talk, turning 240. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.